Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. Certainly hope your Friday's gone off to a good start. Uh, the weekend is upon us after all, right? Uh, we're going to take a look at some uh, headlines investors will be paying attention to today. Uh, what kind of impact that'll have. For starters, uh, U.S. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo has doubled down on the Biden administration's controversial plan to ban U.S. companies and citizens from helping China manufacture advanced semiconductor chips. Now, this is a piece that we've been talking about in recent weeks. Now, she's come out speaking with CNBC's Jim Cramer on a TV interview, that is, saying that they have to protect the American people against China, period, full stop. That's exactly what she said. She added that China's become more aggressive in what they call their military civil fusion strategy, which is essentially fancy talk for buying sophisticated chips from the United States, which are supposedly for commercial purposes. Now, she was talking about this during this interview. China, however, is using those chips in military equipment that U.S. officials worry could be used against America. So she adds that this is the most strategic, most bold move that they've ever made to say no, they're not going to stand for that. So that's definitely going to have a perspective uh, in terms of, you know, the outlook on China, the kind of sentiment towards them. You'll remember in October, the Biden administration imposed export restrictions on semiconductors manufactured in China by U.S. companies. The administration also called on U.S. allies to issue similar restrictions. Uh, And Gina Raimondo talked about um, hoping uh, to see more countries follow suit. U.S. chipmakers will have to obtain a license from the commercial department, from the Commerce Department, I beg your pardon, to export certain chips that can be used in modern weapons systems. Commerce also issued license restrictions barring U.S. citizens from working for China's chip manufacturing industry, putting their U.S. citizenship at risk. So you can see how bold this move is, right? How bold this law is definitely is going to put a strain on the relation between US and China. Well, that's been there for, for quite a few years already, right? And this is probably just going to add to it. Uh, meanwhile, elsewhere, Ukraine agriculture exports uh, top 10 million metric tons since ports reopened under UN-backed Black Sea Grain Initiative. Now, this is before Moscow's full-scale invasion of its ex-Soviet neighbor Ukraine. In fact, uh, Ukraine and Russia, before all of this uh, that happened in February, accounted for almost a quarter of global grain exports until those shipments came to a severe halt for nearly six months. Can you believe it's been that long? So the Black Sea Grain Initiative eased Russia's naval blockade and saw the reopening of three key Ukrainian ports. More than 400 ships carrying 10 metric tons of agricultural products have departed uh, the the. Have departed Ukraine's ports, I beg your pardon, uh, in three months. The deal is expected to expire in two weeks. So watch this space uh, for sure. Something that's worth paying attention to today. A couple of things uh, to pay attention to today. Of course, uh, on the front page of the Business Times, uh, you want to pick up your copy and read all about this. Quite interesting. Fintech funding holding strong in the year 2022. 
although there are signs of headwinds ahead, right? Uh, but just looking at the, the numbers, about four billion US dollars was poured into fintechs in the first half of this year, 2022. That is, so that's up from one billion US dollars in the second half of last year. Singapore is grabbing the lion's share of that, 1.9 billion US dollars. And I tell you, if you head over to the uh, fintech festival at uh, the Singapore Expo, you really get a sense of the sentiment towards fintech here in this part of the world. You'll see companies that you don't even recognize their names, but when you go there and you talk to them, they are embarking on really, really interesting solutions. So you know, I think it's a great place you know, to network and really get an understanding of how huge this space is and how huge this space is going to be in the future. I think today's the last day if you want to go check it out. Also, today we're watching very closely for the U.S. non-farm payroll for the month of October. That's due for release later today. Expectations are for further moderation in the U.S. market with monthly job gains to deliver the fourth consecutive month of decline, 200,000 for the previous 263,000. The unemployment rate expected to tick slightly higher to 3.6% for the previous 3.5%. So a higher than expected unemployment rate closer to the 4% mark, that could raise hopes of uh, the Fed to slow down its hiking process. And you would have heard uh, in the U.S. market update earlier on that stocks have declined for the fourth consecutive session. Investors are still trying to figure out, you know, this, it's on the back of that three-quarter point interest rate hike yesterday, right? Announced yesterday, right? So investors trying to figure out what's going to happen. I mean, there seems to be a signal that a pivot or a rate cut won't come anytime soon. So a bit of pressure on equities as well. But you know what? We'll give you the details as we get them. Keep it right here on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.